everybody. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Rama S, Ari Rockefeller, Mako-chan, and Sailor Blair. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 131. Yes, that's right, 131. We are that podcast that talks about anime, cons, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronima S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. I'm Mako-chan. And the awesome typing in the background is our studious, hard at work, fourth player, Ladyhawk. I don't think she realized we went back on. I, that's okay. She's hard at work. keyboard like it owes her money. You, you, what, <laughs> wait, you, you've never beaten a keyboard like it owed you money before? you never done that? I just naturally type fast. Oh, I, I don't think you remember the days of the classic IBM PS2 keyboards. Those big, heavy, bulky motherfuckers. You could lightly slap somebody with one of those, and you could pretty much put a person in a coma for about a month. Huh. Yeah, I don't think I use one of those keyboards. Oh, my friend, you 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 miss out. You miss out. Well, then again, I am from that era of when you know it took maybe about thirty minutes for a computer to boot up, and we had these big pieces of plastic that stored data called floppy disks. One of those five and a quarter inch things? Yeah, five and a quarters. I remember those. Then when it went to the three and a half, and we're like, oh my god. Yeah. But, um. Let's see if we. And that, um. Damn Alpha Canagram, damn you. Uh, <laughs> we are live tonight, week of September 17th, 2013. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Uh, chat client users can use um, irc.gamesearch.net. Chat room is Vog. It's, um. If you head on over to AnimeJamSession.com, click on Vogue Network. There is a link there. Perfect if you use a chat client such as Merck, XChat, or Chatzilla. Um, let's see. Hold on. All right. All right. All right. Evidently, some people can't hear. Um, yeah, you can't hear anything above her typing. I think she's giving you a run for your money there, on uh, Ari. And thanks to Tiger Claw, check-ins are now active. Right. Wouldn't be so bad if we could get her attention and get her to, you know, pay attention. Um, open up, open up the, uh, open up a case of uh, past blue ribbon. <laughs> it's a legitimate strategy. I figured her liver would be dead after this weekend. Oh, God! Oh, God! <laughs> we, can, we can't start that just yet. We cannot start that just yet. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. And we go to the chat room. Misty goes, I feel young. I barely remember five and a quarter floppies. 
Um, what was that movie with Matthew Broderick? I can't remember. Um, war go watch War Games. Alright, um... Go ahead. Go ahead. Set things up. Set things up. Well, I'm hearing an echo. <laughs> of course, now you're not. Eh, stranger shit has happened. You're right. That is a really, really creepy Discord. I'm kind of getting freaked out myself. God, hey, God damn it, Ladyhawk. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm sorry. I had actually had some work things to finish up. That was my bad. <laughs> it was. It was all good. We we we. I had we just we just compared you clicking and clacking at the keyboard like you're beating it like it owed you money. I wholly expect you to bury that keyboard on the side of the New Jersey Turnpike somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that happens. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Let, let, let's let's get let's get the ball rolling here, Ari. How was your week and how was your day? Uh, the week was pretty good. I mean, of course there was a not a cons up in the very ass end of Cape Cod this weekend. But it was pretty beautiful up there, you gotta admit that. Oh yeah, it most definitely was. Now, uh, <clears throat> other than that, it's just been uh, mostly work. I mean, I'll have to cover t tomorrow night and the night after that for the guy who covered me this past Saturday and Sunday, but uh, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Plus, I'm looking forward to uh, going to the charred remains of Seaside Heights this weekend. Oh boy. That's right. I'll, I'm not sure who, how many of our fans are uh, are in the Jersey Shore area, but we probably have a few. I do know but, we uh, run into a yes. lot of them at cons. Yeah, near nearby Seaside Park, a Color Brothers ice cream stand. Well, I guess you can't really call it ice cream in the traditional sense. Caught fire and set, and it spread to most of the boardwalk. It was a, it was very nasty. From my understanding, the fire went under, underground and became sentient. <laughs> and of course, us being the masters of black humor that we are, the uh, dark, I mean, mm. we uh, someone had to make fun of it. <laughs> Seaside Park was a great place for fun for family and friends until suddenly the Fire Nation attacked. <laughs> Yeah, make. but they're not going to get any help from the Water Nation because the Water Nation attacked last year. No, actually. Oh! Oh! oh. Hey, I live here. I'm allowed to make these jokes. All we need is to send Toffee Fong in there and like, have her lose her shit. Then, you know. Well, actually, the Water Nation attacked at the same time as the Fire Nation, but they went to the Midwest. I don't know why, but, you know... Well, yeah, the Water Nation attacked here last year, and they've just slowly been making their way west. <laughs> Hi, I'm Toth, and this is Jackass. <laughs> we are horrible sons of bitches, but that's okay. Bless you. Is that a sneeze? I, I couldn't tell. No. I said, yep. I know, but I heard a... No, like I popped my key. Like, uh, uh. I have a window in my room, and I have both my cats wandering around in here. One of them is in a window, but he doesn't know how to 
he doesn't know to jump on the back of the headboard, so I have to kind of, he kind of like bounces off of me to get up there. Well, after you know what happened out there at Seaside Park, somebody said, well, I guess this is God's revenge for six seasons of Jersey Shore. Oh, no. No, if God was feeling really vindictive, there wouldn't be a New Jersey Shore, period. Then that means everybody be either going to Delaware, Maryland, or New York City. And you know how us New Yorkers get when for- with out-of-towners show up. Yeah. So yeah, that was my week. It mostly revolved around Nauticon, which we will get to later, I'm guessing. My liberal was not ready. Mine was, but it didn't appreciate the abuse. <laughs> here. <laughs> okay, Mako, how was your week and how was your day? Uh, I worked a lot. Swing low, sweet chair. Yeah, I had this weekend off and uh, Saturday was doing stuff around the house and Sunday I saved like I was just going to take Sunday and just clean the house mm-hmm. and then my gallbladder acted up. So Sunday I spent curled up in bed in pain. So, I've got to now clean, either before or after work, this week, so that my house is clean for everybody coming over this weekend. It'll be like an episode of The Simpsons where Marge cleaned, everybody walks into the kitchen, the door reopens, and it looks like a giant mess. Yeah, it better not. <laughs> or another episode where, where Bart and Lisa were cleaning up into a huge party and just said, yeah, we'll sweep everything under the rug. Smash cuts to the room... Oh, the carpet looking like rolling hills and stuff, and they're like, and as they walk over, there's all sorts of like squishing and breaking sounds. And the last one's a guy going, "Hey, watch it!" <laughs> yeah, so that's that's basically it. Been reading a little bit of uh, fan fiction, not smut, almost smut, but not smut. Uh, read an actual book. <coughs> read a book. Read oh a book, wow! Read a motherfucking book. I guess yeah. so hard I lost my breath. <laughs> but now I've just been getting stuff slowly ready for uh, this coming up weekend. Mm. Pissed off that I couldn't be with you guys last weekend. He missed you. Yeah, with but the, with it's every, all right. You guys drank enough for me anyway. With every shot of spiritus so far. <laughs> I wasn't the only one with a bottle of it, just so you know. I figured as much. Uh, there were there were numerous. Then, then there were the Yukon torpedoes, which I'm sure we'll get into later. But yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. But yeah. So I mean, that's that's basically it. Just uh, I baked for this weekend, so we have uh, half and half cupcakes, half brownie, half cupcake. That Ooh. sounds good, Pinkie Pie. It is very, very, very tasty. And then we've got the uh, Drunken Gummy Bears. Uh-huh. And uh, I made the uh, Watermelon Jolly Rancher Vodka. What kind of gummy bears were they? Drunken Gummy Bears. Stumbling here and there and everywhere? Yes. <laughs> but I've got... uh all around without a care? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So Friday when I get paid, all I have to do is get a bottle of uh, a bottle of Malibu and then a bottle of vodka. I will be set alcohol-wise. And if we go to the chat room real quick at live.vognetwork.com, Tiger Claw says, fan fiction where you read about characters you love having sex with each other? And then he got slapped with a large trout. Um, well, there are those lemon fans out there. Yeah, lemons, limes, and all that in between. Yeah. And... And we came to a proper conclusion that um, since the Bible is a work of fan fiction, Jesus Christ is a Gary Stew. <laughs> yes, yeah. <sighs> if you think about it. <sighs> Let's continue. What do you know? Another reason we're going to hell. Um, the fact that y'all, the fact that we know each other is a guaranteed lock. Yeah, all, all I'm saying is, like, warning me or threatening me of going to hell is, like, telling me that the, uh, the burgers are going to burn. <laughs> Just saying. I never burn, I, I never burn my burgers, though. First time for everything. So, anywho, um, besides, uh, me and Ari going northeast for an... Yeah, Northeast for an epic convention. I pretty much kind of got my house together for him coming over to spend the night. Um, job hunting as per normal. And and today I had to go over to the Department of Labor to recertify for my unemployment benefits. So that just means I have two more websites to, to, do, to use for job searching. I did get a call for a position to start Friday, but... I actually make more money sitting on my ass looking for a job than actually going in to do said job. Yeah, unfortunately, that's uh, happening a lot lately. Yeah, but according to uh, UI, um, since my base pay is like 19, if it's I can take a job that's 17 an hour. I don't have to. It's purely optional. But if the position is 16 or less... I am not required to take it. So, at least that's something. Hmm. And we go to the chat room real quick. Tiger Claw um, says, Misty, I wouldn't be surprised if you wrote OLR fanfiction too, along with Anime Jam Session fanfiction. Oh, God, please don't. <laughs> don't. Well, well, technically, shut up, Mako John. That one shut up, Mako John. Based on everybody at your old apartment. Shut up. I could easily make that into an AJS fan fiction. Do it, and you know how you know how they roast a pig every year at Q by the Sea. You'll be next in line. You threaten me with that every year. I don't have to do shit for you to threaten me with that. Oh, fine. Then no alcohol for you. How are you going to ban me from alcohol when it's my freaking alcohol? I have duct keep tape. Keep away, keep away, keep away. Mm-hmm. Remember, you are an arm's length away from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Shotgunning mouthwash? Come on now, Mark. Shotgunning mouthwash? What is this? Katsukon 12? Wait, that actually happened? Yes, I actually know people who shotgun mouthwash before the rave. 
Dude. But, well, maybe they want to hook no, up no, 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 no. and they need the minty fresh breath. Mouthwash is the alcoholic drink of hobos. <laughs> No, 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 that's nitrate, and we drank it at Nauticon, so it's just the same. <laughs> no, I'm talking, like, actual hobos. Like, people that can't afford real alcohol go into stores and buy out their mouthwash just so that they can get drunk. Mako, how many how many years have you been going to conventions? I don't need to go to conventions. I work retail. I know, but that's still... That's as to drink as it is. The average age of con-goers... Just because they walk around with a green cup, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a green alcoholic beverage, nor is it Mountain Dew. It's Listerine. Mouthwash, bitch. Mouthwash. <laughs> and if you were a classy motherfucker, instead of getting mouthwash, you went and got cough syrup. And now people use that to make meth. So that mm. shit's that shit's no longer, you know, on the on the shelves. You have to get a you have to ask for. Or specifically at the register. Now, unless you go, now unless you go to Target. Oh God, I'm sorry. You kind of lost me on hobos drinking mouthwash to get drunk. So you kind of derailed me for a second. Sorry, it's cheaper than alcohol. Yeah, I mean, look, it kills everything inside of you, but it's cheaper than alcohol. Look, I'll tell you this. I find it funny, and most super, most retail stores and drug stores, the number one thing that's usually chained up, razor blades and baby formula. Everything else is free fucking rain. Yeah, I've never been too keen on paying 16 bucks for a pack of uh, razor cartridges. No, but I know people will probably pay that much for a pack of smokes. Must be pretty goddamn good smokes, then. <laughs> no, it's called living in New York City. Oh. That's about how much a bottle of, you know, halfway acceptable vodka costs. So, same. Wow. Alright, alright. Or when you conjacks on sale, you know, you can score, but the same. Mm. So, Lady Hook, how was your week and how was your day? Well, from what I remember of this weekend, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> Keyword, remember. I, I may need to be able to fill in the details, but um, yeah. <laughs> You've got gaps in your memory that you can't fill in, don't you? No, that, that means that means you, you did not a con right. <laughs> oh, well, naturally, yeah. And, and I was waiting for more things to pop up on Facebook, and there hasn't been as much. So I'm like, oh my gosh, where did my, my blackout memories go to? There's not even a document on them at all. You didn't, you didn't go into your room and see Mike Tyson singing in the air of the night, did you? No, and I, I did not wake up and find a tiger in my bathroom. So, so I, think, I, I think I'm okay. Well, it's not like you woke up and you found your liver outside of your body um, with a cigarette and a, and a cup of coffee. Going, what yeah. the fuck is the, pro- the matter with my you? Liver, yeah. My liver was in the bathtub. It was just like going, oh, I'm clean, I'm clean. <laughs> <laughs> my liver was like, yeah, um, we have to talk. The fuck is your problem? The uh, organ labor union in my body just elected the liver as president and uh, they're demanding hazard pay. Hmm. <laughs> Well, the uh, the kidneys came in close second, though. Just saying, you, you never really owned beer; you just ran it. So it's sort of like it goes through you like Niagara Falls. 
you pretty much. Ah. Considering we were drinking absolute crap when we were from beer pong. Oh my god. Oh, and uh, yeah, uh, I guess I'll get to that one when we get to the Nauticon mm-hmm. specifically. I got a funny story about what someone was serving up. Ah, okay. So, well, Lady Hawk, it's good to have you back on the show again. You know, we need to have you swing by a little bit more often. You know, because you always, you always have been the party animal. You and that keg back there. Okay, I finished that like a while ago. I got my deposit back and everything. <laughs> God damn! I didn't even get a chance to sample it. <laughs> you didn't come up in August when the big party week was here. That's why. Oh yeah. Next year, man. Next year. Oh, definitely next year because I did yeah, my. But- I did my last Oticon for a while. Uh, that was like right around the time you were graduating, it was right before that. So you were kind of busy. Yeah, but still, you know, I, it would have happened if I didn't make if I if last year would have been my last Oticon. Trust me, I would have been there one way or another. <sighs> okay. Um, back on a podcast, I just have like no life, and I don't go to cons anymore. So. I'm so boring. It's fun to finally be able to go to a con and be on, the, be on with you guys again. <laughs> well, like I said, you don't even have to be on a go to a con. You can just pop in any time and just see what we're talking about and just throw in your two cents, which is pretty cool. See, my two cents ain't even worth one. <laughs> well, that's because it costs more to make a penny than, is, than a penny is oh. worth. So. Yeah. All right. And yes, Ari, a pack of smokes in New York City is around thirteen dollars. They're like seven or eight down here, and even I think that's—I think that's ridiculous. Well, that's because Bloomberg taxed it heavily to stop underage people from buying them and smoking them. Yeah, that. Yeah, like that really works. Because that's gonna work. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Alright, I say we go ahead, get on our first break, and when we come back, we'll bring our livers to the table, open it up, and just start letting everybody know what happened. Alright, works for me. Okie dokie. Alright, let me set it up for right here, and we will be back, people.
you like independent podcasts, please check out some of our independent podcasting friends. It's Orange Lounge Radio, where they discuss video games, gamer culture, and lifestyle with Sky, Dark Sakura, and Loki. Listen live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on VOGNetwork.com. And right before them is the Bobby Blackwolf Show. It's video games and gamer talk starting at 8 p.m. If Warcraft is your taste, listen to Horde House with Sky and Extifer, Wednesdays at 10. If you want a more female perspective of what we do, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sister and Pandelicious at electricsisterhood.com. If you prefer geek slash pop culture and sci-fi, it's podculture.net with Brad, Mondays at 9, and Under Sedation Live with Travis and Jessica, Saturdays at 10. Also check out the Brooklyn Otaku with D-Styles and Company. You can find them at facebook.com slash the Brooklyn Otaku. Okay, um, as you know, it is now 10.09. If you're not listening to us and you are listening on the on the, on the podcast feed, um, normally on Tuesday nights, it's our, um, it's our show. But if you're watching Heroes of Cosplay, um, if what I heard is, is what, I, what I think I just heard, I just, I just have one thing to say. Well, shit. So, anywho... Let's see. Let me look at my list here. And speaking of heroes of cosplay, I ha- I I do have my um my 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 weekly re- my weekly review, and that's going to be something special coming up shortly. All right. So let me look at this. Ah, here we go. Episode synopsis. And let me go ahead and, and um, let me, let's let's get so, let's get some nice music going in the background to discuss heroes of cosplay. All right, I really have to refix this video. I I I really do, but it's funny. So, heroes of cosplay episode five. It's a two-part episode, so to keep everybody on your seat to see what's going to happen in episode six. And from what I'm hearing, not much, really. It pretty much boils down to... It kind of leads up to you have Team Yaya against Team... um, Team Crab Cat, more or less. It's pretty much the snobs versus... um, the blue collar workers, you know, snobs versus the slobs. I would say slobs. You know, you got the hardworking blue collars, and you got the uppity white collars. You know. Yeah, that's kind of how the trope usually plays out, or that's what it's called. But uh, continue. Yeah, and pretty much, yeah, yeah, it's going. To, it's coming out of retirement to do one more skit. Um, again, I find it funny when cosplayers say they are retiring. I, I didn't know there was a cosplay hall of fame, and there was this big ceremony where you, where you, they give you a lifetime achievement award, you know, for doing something for five years, maybe ten. I don't know. She'll be the Terry Funk of cosplay, coming in, in and out of retirement, like like is like the uh, you know like the friggin' turning of the moon faces or some shit like that. Uh... Or if we go to the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Anson Marco's not watching Titties McGee. Calm your yayas, good sir. Calm your yayas. 
<laughs> and, and if you are part of our fan page, um, there is a spoiler that breaks down episode, the final episode. But if you're really hating the series, watching it as it happens is just as good as reading. It just makes you feel better. Catharsis. It, yeah. It's pretty much it's boiled down to Yaya's like everything's gotta be perfect. It's gotta be like this. It's gotta be perfect. My brand and reputation's on the line where everybody is slacking off, while the other team is just getting together and just having fun. And then my my favorite underdog Jesse competes, and they are saying that he is the first person to do um, Assassin's Creed Four cosplay. Uh, Edward Kenway, something like that. Come to find out. Yeah, he wasn't the first, but they're but they're shooting it up as he is the first person to ever do it. Maybe he's the first person to do this cosplay and win. I don't know. I'm probably one of the few people who say that they can say they're the first at anything. I'm guessing I was the first person to ever cosplay Barrett Wallace. Go fig. If I am, if I am. If I'm not, I'm not. And Chloe from Just Cause re- returns. She did um, Gage from Borderlands 2. And she walked off with an award, which was pretty cool. Now... At this convention, they're handing out awards like championship belts. <laughs> I mean, I'm watching him hand the belt out. I expect a cosplay to come out of the back and just, with a chair, hit them with the chair, take the take the belt and walk off. No, 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 no. Even even better. Like, that, like something like that happens. They, they leave, the, leave him there with the belt, but then again... Someone charges off into the stage, cosplaying as Edge. He goes, "I'm cashing it in! I'm cashing it in!" <laughs> oh, you give me money in the br- bank briefcase. <laughs> oh wow! But um, here's one interesting uh thing. Um, uh, let's see. Jesse went to uh, really authenticate his uniform, his yeah. Uh, cosplay. Yeah. So he went out into the like into the ocean in his getup and just let the Salt water wash over him for a while. That that's pretty cool. That, that's what you, that's he gets points for authenticity on that bad boy right there. Mm-hmm. Um, let's said the see. water was mm-hmm. ass cold. And see Becky and her roommate, uh, I forget his name. They did the oh, they did um, Bioshock Infinite. She was cosplaying Elizabeth, and she's going to stand in front of this podium. And supposedly a whole bunch of roses, rose petals to fly out. And I'm like, no, sister girl, tuxedo mask does it better. <laughs> well, that and he had trouble with the little air canister apparatus, you know, getting it so it would, you know, spew them out enough, but not, you know, fucking blow up on them. Well, if we go to the chat room again, we have Aunt and Mark with, uh, unfortunately, we don't have a Mick Foley to smack Yaya with a flaming chair. <laughs> Followed up with a Hogan cosplayer takes the belt and paints NWO on black in black spray paint. <laughs> now it would be CWO cosplay World Order, but Which Yaya Han would still be the leader of. All hell, all hell the queen. But anywho, um, let's see, let's and uh, let's see what have we got here. Victoria, she was her cosplay design was original. She was going as a. I would say she was going as a comic book, but she was taking pages of a comic book and making a cosplay out of it. She went with Golden Age, and she discovered that, um, yeah, making a a pleated skirt out of comic book Golden Age paper doesn't work too well. 
So it was it, it was mostly spandex material and some paper going down the sides. It looked like a gave like an interesting variant on Wonder Woman. But on the plus side, there was more construct. They showed more about the construction of the costumes, which is pretty good. Yaya kept reminding everyone, like, my brand is on the line here. Don't fuck my brand up, you know. Fuck her brand. That should be another drinking game. Every time she mentions her brand, you take a shot. That falls. No, no. no, I actually suggested that for the drinking game. Yeah. With my friend uh, Cybertooth, because she was the one that helped um, create the. the drinking game, because I had some rules, she had some rules. I merged them together and said everybody and give her the majority of the credit. I believe the it falls under whenever she talks about herself or when she talks. That's what that falls under. So uh, maybe if it was her brand specifically, that's an additional shot. Yes. It's yeah. Uh... I mean, if a brand is that important, I expect her. I expect an IPO coming out, and if she does an IPO, you bet your sweet ass, I will see to it. I will buy fifty percent of the shares in that shit. Like no, <laughs> n- n- no, bitch, you you answer to me now. This is how we're gonna run shit. Need to be at least fifty-one percent, but yeah, that works. Okay, at fifty-one percent, that's fine. I will, I will, I will buy fifty-one percent. What? What's her IPO going to be? What? A buck a share? Done. Uh, Hundred bucks will get me uh, fifty-one percent of that uh, of the shares. <laughs> Shit. I can only imagine how she would react. Uh, Honestly, I'm, I'm going to chime in here. I've never watched the show. I don't have cable TV. I know the, who the people are that you're talking about. Yeah. And haters going to hate. They really are. Exactly. But I'm, I'm sick and tired of hearing the whole breast implant jokes. I'm like, really? Who cares? If I had the money and I knew a good enough surgeon, you bet your ass I'd have them too. Hey, it's just, not, there's nothing wrong with that. So haters going to freaking hate. Y'all just jelly that you can't afford them. See, I, see the episode just, just amused me more. jelly I can't afford them, but you know... <laughs> See, but yeah, but you're, at least you'll be smart enough to get him get both boobs done at once. Hmm. Wait, she wasn't. N- nope. Uh, Wait, this uh, happened. Yeah, uh, from uh, yeah from uh, from from a very reliable source from her, inside her group. Yeah, she got one done at a time, thinking no one's going to notice the difference. Okay. All of a sudden, I can all I can think about is that one Cards Against Humanity card called. An- that says an asymmetric boot job. Yeah. I'm never going to be able to look at that game, that card, again the same way. So, thanks for that. Mm. And if we go to, and at the chat room, uh, uh, Misty asks, isn't an overbust corset cheaper than surgery? Huh. Yeah. I would imagine so. I, my, I say, un- unless you hand slaughter the cow for the leather yourself. And you carve what you want and you ride the rest home. <laughs> All right. Now that now that we've now that we have oh, and they showed you previews for the episode after that, and one of the bits I saw just made me laugh till it fucking hurt. Yeah, they ended the episode where you have Team Atlanta versus Team LA, and I'm like, when the fuck did this become King of Fighters? <laughs> with broken AI and balance issues. <laughs> Get it together, SNK Playmore. Get it together. All right. Now that we have um, 
now, now that we have talked enough about um, Heroes of Cosplay, let's move on to our um, the main the, the main topic of tonight's episode, <coughs> which would be uh, Nauticon. Ah, uh, yes. And what a fun, bl- hazy, blurry weekend that yeah. was. And we're going to kind of need some music. <laughs> it kind of fit. It does kind of fit. A three-hour cruise. <laughs> I think at least everyone was walking around in a in a minimum of a three-hour stoop, uh, drunken stupor. Oh, at least. Yes. All right. So yeah, Thursday night. Wait, I... before before we continue, uh, Lady Hulk, why don't you kindly tell our fans and listeners what Nauticons is all about? Well, Nauticon, believe it or not, is actually not all about drinking. Although plenty of it goes on there, right? it really wasn't just—it dis- wasn't discovered to be just like this big hazy drinking fest. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody was around or over twenty-one back in two thousand and eight when uh, Providence Anime Conference was attempted. Uh, this yeah. was a whole attempt at having a twenty-one and over exclusive convention. A place where there could be more, like, you know, intelligent conversations or intimate conversations, places where older fans could go and enjoy things from their childhood, talk to other people in a smaller kind of more intimate setting, and basically have the opportunity to give and attend more more adult programming, not meaning, you know, 18 plus or adult oriented, but things that would be appeal to an older crowd. Mm. A Providence Anime Conference only happened for one year. And it took, I remember uh, that. Uh, but were you there? I can't remember if you were there. Yeah, I, I was there. I, I was walking around. I came up to your room, and you handed me like this. You, you, I handed me, you showed me this big bucket of, of, of alcoholic jello, and there were spoons. Oh, Pam. That was Pam's jello. Oh, my gosh. She makes the best jello shots. Holy crap. Yeah, those were hers. They're really awesome. But yeah, that only happened one year, but a lot of us kept thinking, you know what, this was really cool. I mean, if we could do this on a smaller scale and not rent a huge convention center and not expect a thousand people and do it somewhere somewhere where we could take over an entire hotel, an entire small hotel, this would be really, really cool to do again. So eventually the talks were happening and happening and the uh, Nauticon was actually born, actually had its inaugural year last year in, in 2011. Yeah. It had been in talks of happening between 2010 and 2011. We wound up getting a very small hotel in Cape Cod in Provincetown, Massachusetts. And what's really nice is we were able to, uh, because of the size of this venue, actually book the entire hotel, meaning that you had to have a registration at the convention to get a room. So pretty much everybody there is with the con. You don't have any any risk of freaking out the mundanes or having a, a panel going on about bondage and BDSM and have there being somebody walk, walking by with their kids. You don't have to have your 18 plus programming if you have any at midnight. You can have an, an event such as a rum tasting where people can go in and sample rum and not have to you know worry about that. And the, uh, the events are also uh, more geared towards people who may have you know, been into um, anime and other geek culture, such as a Doctor Who, sci-fi. We did a whole a, a Serenity Firefly Joss Whedon thing. And who have seen these genres come up through like the, the, the 80s, maybe, maybe even late 70s, with a lot of flashback panels, things like that. So it really was centered around adults not wanting to go to cons because of the kids so giving them a place to go where they can still go to a con enjoy that environment but not but still feel like they belong that they're not the old one or the odd one out 
Ah, okay. And that was that, that pretty much did it for me. That and, you know, I can walk around with a red solo cup and no one's gonna say shit. Sold. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it's pretty much um uh, free for all open container season, so yeah. Mm. And Lady Hulk, what is your contribution to the con? I mean, were you crew or? I was. I was crew. Okay. I did a PR stuff as their mascot. We did. Um, we we're doing parties. We've been doing parties at Aresia. I don't know who attends Aresia, but if you haven't, it's awesome. It's this gigantic uh, sci-fi convention up in Boston in every January, and one of the biggest attractions of Aresia is room parties. And next to Barfleet. Nauticon's room parties have gotten like the, the, the biggest. Oh my God, you gotta go to this stuff. So I, I I help with those. I dress up in whatever they tell me to dress up in. I look like their little black haired Betty Page mascot. And I hand out shots or I hand out lays or whatever, do these parties. I did also did a lot of programming, a lot of panel programming at, um, at, at this past Nauticon. I think I had, had seven panels. It was pretty insane. Mm. And other, other than that, uh, and, and the mascot work, I, I haven't done a whole lot this year just because, like, you know, life has been kind of crazy. But I had put together last year a lot of, like, the, the, the spreadsheets in the back end, like, organization type things that we wound up using for, for panels and programming and things like that. So kind of an organizational guru. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And, and, and I, unofficially, I unofficially put myself on, on a dish bitch duty <laughs> in, in the green room when I was bored, so. <laughs> All right, so. After all, after convincing us, we decided to go. And me and Ari, we got, we left here about seven. But, um, actually, to get from Brooklyn to, like, up to Westchester to catch the Merritt Parkway up, that was about 45 minutes. And I'm, I'm quite impressed by that. Yeah, I hmm. tend to drive on a little, a little on the faster side. I mean, even with the traffic. Though there are people around here who have no idea how to drive, well, that's what it feels like to me, anyway. Fair, well, you well, fair enough. But yeah, I had showed up the, the night before. You know, Imagine, well, the day before actually, I left early because part of me still, for whatever reason, thought I was going to end up like leaving. That night to get up there, like mm -hmm. pretty much starting Thursday night, but that right. didn't happen. No, anyway, th th there's no need to do do look, look, do what me and Mako did for Pax East. No, no, there was no need for that. We could have, but still, there was no need. So yeah, around Thursday on your street, they have you know no parking for street cleaning, but uh, I arrived just as the the uh, that that uh, street cleaning expired. So I got a nice sweet spot right by your house. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we hung out around there for a while. I ended up getting the uh, potential Tokyo 2020 Summer Games Olympic like, opening ceremony article up. And yeah, that's when I watched that episode of Heroes of Cosplay with you. Yeah, that was... Yeah, and then you saw the, um, the, and the epic shot. Mm-hmm. And... You know, we got up around six. This seven, we were out the door and bobbing around the various roads all the way up to uh, all the way up to to uh, the end of Cape Cod. And the views up there on the way were really nice. I gotta, I gotta say. Yeah, and it's like when we it's like when we were leaving after we come 
out into the main area of Cape Cod, I saw a Burger King. I'm like, oh shit, civilization! <laughs> Alright, now... But, uh, stinking one-way highways were a bit of a pain. Mm-hmm. One-lane one highways, I mean. But, uh... You know, it was a lot more chill and relaxed than to than some of the conventions I've been to. Even though there's a couple manga nexts, which mm-hmm. were supposed to be, you know, detox con. Yeah, I, I think Nauticon has become our new detox con. And by detox, I mean make room for more al- for more tasty alcoholic beverages. <laughs> oh, God, that was hilarious. All right, now, we got up there about 1, 2 o'clock, because I wasn't too sure of the schedule. I wanted to get there in time, so I wouldn't miss anything. Come to find out, all the good shit doesn't happen until late afternoon, early evening, and my first thought oh, was... Cool. I thought I told you that. We purposely don't have the panel programming starting. I got the crabbiest panel slot, by the way, even though I was laughing about it. I really didn't care, because it was this filler anyway. But I got the 3 p.m. on Friday, and that was literally just when stuff was kicking off, because we figure people work. So they may not be able to take the entire day of Friday off, especially with being 21 plus. So we had started, we started the panel programming a bit later. Plus, consider the kind of people who would put Homestuck before their their careers. Well, I, I, I'll admit. Adam, I, Adam, I want you to say it on the record. Say it. Fine, fine, fine. I don't hate Homestuck. I tolerate yes. it. Yes, on the record. Yay. <laughs> Good for you. I'm saying people would put a lot of different fandoms before their work, but uh, that's that's not what I'm saying. That's not the point. Um, yeah. So the, the opening ceremonies were the, the home fandom is very young, though, so they might not even like be not a con age. But we had a good group there. We yeah. had a fantastic group of people there that were that were fans, and they did like the. Um, uh, they did, um, and Aaron and Ampora, he had uh, the Ahab's crosshairs, and they actually did a photo shoot on the beach, and it was really freaking cool. So, yeah, they, we did actually did have a group of people who were really in a way. Yeah, there were a bunch of uh, f- uh, Photoshop-worthy places in, the, in and around the hotel. Mm-hmm. It was. Yeah. So, all right. That, that reminds me, weren't you giving stuff away in that panel? I was yes. Actually, I believe I believe you you have something. You did one win the the raffle. Yes, yes. I am holding here a Betty Crocker cooking set, and I've come to the realization that there's only one person that can, that can use this better have better use out of it, and that would be Mako Chan because she always comes over and cooks in my house. So really, <laughs> Mako Chan's getting that this weekend at the barbecue. If I remember to bring it. <laughs> Yeah, we were giving away, um, uh, also giving away Fruit Gushers and Fago. <sighs> you have Juggalos working this, this con? No, I, I actually, I wound up um, having an extra bottle left over because it was in the bottom of like a bag. And later that night at Barfleet, uh, one of uh, was the, one of the crew, the people that I knew there, he was wearing his Grand High Blood pants and his ICP T-shirt. And I was like, "Oh my God, I got something for you!" And I run to my room and I get him the Fago, and he's like, "Oh my God, it's a wicked elixir!" And it, it's apparently it's really nasty. It scared me. I wouldn't drink it, but I bought it for like fifty cents at some cheap grocery outlet. So I figured, why not? But apparently, it was really gross. <laughs> and it was it was like one of those like twenty four ounces too. It wasn't just like a regular tiny one. 
I think I know. Yeah, I know size size those things are. I, funny thing is, I don't. You don't see that around here unless I know. I know. There was um, and I'm on my way home. I actually stopped at a gas station somewhere in like Sturbridge, Massachusetts, and they had Fago in the gas station. I'm sitting there going, "Did Polar buy out Fago or something? Why are we seeing like a Detroit thing here amongst like all the Polar and the other stuff they have up there?" If I knew, I'd tell you. All right, but um, Ari, what what all did you do on Friday? And if you just say drink, I'm going to I'm going to drop a boulder on your house. Well, you know, drinking was the then obvious he, thing. Obviously, then the Earth Kingdom attacked. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, check out opening ceremonies, which we recorded. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, that's actually really awesome because somebody had asked about that. They're like, "Did anybody get that recorded?" And I was like, I know "At least one person who did." So that would be really cool. Yeah, we also. Uh, around town for a while looking for something to eat. Yeah, see, one thing I liked was the fact, see, my thing is when it comes to cons, I don't leave the hotel or the convention center unless I know for a fact it won't take me that long to grab food. I won't leave. The way things were spread out at Nauticon, it was okay to leave, check around the town, eat, and come back and realize you didn't miss much of anything. All the good shit's happening later tonight. Yeah, this place in the middle of town called Portuguese Square, they had all these different shops and eateries and such. Oh, yeah, that place is really cool. You can get all kinds of different food there. And there's actually a Portuguese bakery near there that does, like, Several. these little, like, those rolls. Yeah, the, the, the little fried dough things are so freaking mm-hmm. good. I tell you, one thing you can do in P-Town is eat <laughs> very, very well. Oh, yeah, there's... Yeah, because uh, DJ had a craving for the lobster roll. Oh, oh yeah. You, you, you were the guys that got the lobster rolls, right? No, I was the one. Um, you got the lobster yes. rolls. Okay, I knew somebody was talking about getting, not, not not having lobster rolls ever before, but you know they just got them this weekend. Well, the thing is, this is my first time ever having one because I didn't even know they exist until I was watching Food Feuds <laughs> on Food Network, and I'm like, really? And mm-hmm. we kind of yes, sp- it's a thing. We kind of spent ten, fifteen minutes walking up and down the main road because I could have sworn I saw a place that had it for seven ninety nine. But I went to we ended up eating at the Mayflower, which had it for like twelve, and it was really good. Nice. Oh, boy. Mayflower, Mayflower always does like these two for twenty five huge lobsters. Oh my god! If you have like a lobster, I need to have lobster. Go to Mayflower. Next, so next. No, I don't think DJ can get. away two lobsters himself. Yes, I can. God damn it! Oh, oh. Shut me up, then. <laughs> wait, what? What did you say? I said I yes. Said, hmm? Wait, what, did you say I you said, don't know anyone who could put away two lobsters himself? Yeah, that's what I said. I did it. Well, because I wouldn't be I able to did, eat it. I did it three days ago. Trust me, my stomach doesn't know what meat is anymore, and it was just like, "What did you just put in me?" And I'm like, "It," but it tasted awesome. And after a weekend of con stress, like ripping apart a crustacean, just was very, very cathartic. Mm. Yes, it was. But I, I really confused my stomach. It was like, what? What are you? What is this? How do I digest this stuff? Don't know. It's very LGBT friendly area too. Very. Well, it it's is. It's, it, is the, it is the Fire Island of New England, basically. <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't even know that about Fire Island. Fire Island. Period. Oh, okay. Kevin Nash has a house on Fire Island. Thanks for asking. <laughs> 
Uh, like he has a summer home there. I just know, like, Christopher Street area, that one town in Pennsylvania that I can't remember the name of. And, and that's it. That's all I really know. Oh, and um, the Castro District of San Francisco. That, that's yeah. all I really know. And, and that's why I said uh, Mako Chan is not allowed to come next year. <laughs> Shut up. If I can be there, I will be there. Yeah. And I will spend all weekend dressed as a fruit fly. With, with your fabulous Pokédex, collecting them all. <laughs> no, no, I imagine honestly, your gator blowing up like a scatter reading at too high power level. <laughs> it's over 9,000! <laughs> My gator. We actually had a, a number of people go into town last year during the first Nauticon and go to uh, go to one of the drag shows. And that's actually how we got this, this charity to come in. One of our events on Saturday night was, was a drag show for charity for uh, miracle providers. Uh, they assist uh, families with people who are, have parents afflicted with, with AIDS, and they help like, the children and the families out. So it was a big like charity drag show, and like, it was a fundraiser to get paid to get in. Yeah, so. like- there were like three or four drag shows happening that weekend. Yes, and yeah. Mark and Mako yeah, would have been in every single one. Are. And the queens were actually really nice people. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they actually did the the, uh, the drag queens that were doing our show, the Miracle Providers uh, representatives. They did panels on wigs and makeup and things too. <laughs> and what was really cool is they did, they did the panels out of drag, but they showed like the wigs. And then later that night, everybody saw them in you know in the show. So they're like, wow, that's how that really comes full circle, which was really nice. Uh, one more thing. Uh, was there some kind of pilot event happening that weekend? Pilot event? I'm yeah, because sure. a couple times, so, like, someone asked me if I was here for the gay pilot thing. I'm, like, thinking, wait, what? No, I, I don't know of any other, like, convention or any other event that was that was here. I know there was a meet. It was, like, a BFW meeting in the in the bar, like, Friday afternoon, but I don't know anything about pilots. <laughs> Yeah, pirates, maybe, but nothing about pilots. Pi- pilots, the guys who fly planes. Because more than once, I was mis- I was mistaken for a guy who flew planes. I have no fucking earthly idea why. Well, I did see somebody with with some type with a with a pilot shirt on. You know, when we were walking around, I think that Sunday. But that's just about it. Yeah, I don't know. I have to say, I really don't yeah, so- know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, a lot of uh, fetish shops around the area, too. Oh, did you guys get to go into full kit? No, I just, no. Oh we my just God, saw a bunch here. of the uh, big storefront displays as we were you know, tooling around looking for food. Yeah. Full kit's crazy. It's like they, they do custom leather. Like, the, like if you want, like, if you ever want to ask those chaps, you know where to go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're, they're, that's they're, exactly they're what everyone like wants to see. Shop and they I do fat leather, ass custom vinyls, chaps. everything. No, everything, custom leather, custom vinyls, like cat suits, like they'll, they will make it to like your figure because of course those materials are, you know, not that forgiving, but they have a whole, it's like a whole bottom of this building and stuff. It's pretty crazy. Christ, how many, you don't have enough cows to make a leather gimp suit in my size. <laughs> anyway. I don't know, um, if you talk to, uh, Fluffy, he, he will, he will custom make, he will custom make a shirt in your size. He will show up with the, with the carton and cut and cut it around you and make a shirt. <laughs> nice. So, uh, anyway, the only really, the, the only panel, uh, in the typical sense, I attended on Saturday, on Friday night was a. Uh, it was supposed to be named that drunken injury, but mm. when I showed up at one o'clock, no one else was in the room except a 
staffer behind the table. So we just I decided ah to hell with it and uh went to a different panel. It turns out the name that drunken injury happened later anyway, so I could have yeah. saved a lot of fucking mind breaking. That's what a lot of the things I wound up getting moved around. One of mine got moved around. I didn't even know about it until after it was supposed to have happened. So I, I went to reprise it on Sunday, but nobody was there anyway. But that's what happened to that drunken injury. That's what happened to a lot of the stuff on Friday night. Yeah, I ended up going to the YouTube Terror Hour Part Two. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, that's always bound to be good. It was for a while only because I had been drinking heavily at Barfleet's uh, room party. But uh, oh, but at about the two out, at about the sixty-minute mark, I saw something horrible re- related to Shrek that I just fucking got up, went nope, <laughs> and stormed out of the room. I am done with the internet. Aye. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, the Barfleet room party was a lot of fun. They, uh, oh yeah, what you do was you could get a little like eight-ounce plastic cup, like you'd see in like a. Like a bathroom or a kit or like kitchen for like an orange juice or whatever, where you could drop three bucks on a bigger, you know, nice looking plastic cup that had got a Nauticon Lobo and Barfleet stuff on it. Yeah, I got one of those. Could, I got one of those too. Yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of collector items. Like, I have two from the past two Arisias. I'm like, you walk around me like, yeah, these are my parties I went to, and you know, I have this stack of cups and stuff. So it's, it's like Barfleet street cred. Yeah, and because of that, I enlisted into Barfleet. Oh, you did? Too, huh? Yes, and and I posted about that on my Facebook. And a friend of my Midwest says, "Tell she goes tell the Commodore that ass says hi." I'm like, okay. <laughs> wow. But uh, anyway, they had like all sorts of different mixed drinks. There's, I'm sure you can att- help attest to Lady Hawk. There was one that was like. Dr. McCoy's, I think, what was it, Horta or something like that? Oh, I did not try that. I'm, I'm trying to think of the name of it. Was that what it was? Horta? Uh, I don't remember the full name. All I know, it had a skull and crossbones on it. <laughs> anyway, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know, I know what, what, what you're talking about. I, they, had, they had a couple different uh, different things behind the bar. One of them was, a, oh, yeah, it was like a big like old wine jug. Yeah, that's the, yeah. that was the, mm-hmm. um, the, doctor, the Bones uh, drink. Yeah, so some of them had like pirate labels on. Some were just like jugs behind the bar. They were pre-mixed up. And then there's a Yukon Torpedo. Oh, which is a, oh. I had, I had those. That scared me too much to drink. I'll drink anything. That thing, I'm like, no, I'm going to stay away from that. Uh-uh. I drank three of – I took three of those to the head. Oh, I did two. That's pretty much what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like the first one was like after I had the port or whatever it was, I said, ooh, that's pretty good. And so, someone asked me, how does it taste? And I said – it tastes like fruit punch and watered down and like flat ginger ale. What, the Yukon <laughs> so Torpedo? Said, yeah, we got something stronger called the Yukon Torpedo. Oh. So like, <laughs> fuck it, fire it up and let me have some. Oh, and uh, they had, the Admiral co- called the room to ordinance while I drank the first one. Mm-hmm. Like, drank it and I'm like, like, oh yeah, that's the look we want to hear. That's what we want to yeah, see. Yeah, that's um, I, I I wanted to do one uh, because the admiral was there, the commodore was there and everything. But then Sarah and I, when I was going to go back to our fleet, we played that game of battle shots, and I'm like, after battle shots, I think a Yukon torpedo would be a bad idea. So, and it was also pretty cool that I'm walking around at the Barfleet party dressed as uh, Naval Barrett, and everyone's like giving me props and stuff. I'm like, well, mm-hmm. why not? It, it kind of fits, so why not? So. 
did, yeah. Yeah, yeah five minutes later, he's like, hey, do you got anything stronger than the Yukon Torpedo? Q1 Collective gasp later, I'm drinking a much larger Yukon Torpedo. Huh. A much larger Yukon Torpedo. That's what we got. A Barfly. Barfly is always a good time. And they they do their parties right. They really are very uh, they're very concerned about safety and everything. So regardless of whether we're all twenty one or not, they do, they do card everybody who comes in, and they will cut people off if things don't seem right. Yeah, so cause... yes, they do like to party, but they're very much into safety, and they're very much into partying in a in a safe environment and not in a, like anything threatening or anything anything that will make somebody sick. So they will they will take care of their guests. Yeah, because there was this one guy I kept running into all weekend who kept saying I look like his best friend back home. Was it, he? He was called Napa, wasn't he? Napa, dude was. Napa, yeah. Oh my god, yeah, Napa. I, 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 I've seen people drunk and tore up. I've been there, but this guy was at a level that even I couldn't <laughs> comprehend. Was it Saturday? Because I was at bar. I was at bar. On Saturday. Friday and Saturday. Yeah, it was like he went to bed drunk and woke up drunk. I don't even remember seeing him there on Friday. And I know he was getting kind of touchy with Friday, me so. too, because like put my hand, his hand on my shoulder and saying, "You know, you're awesome and all this stuff." I don't even think the guy knew my knew my real name, much less my you know internet name. Yeah, no, I, I met him at opening ceremonies, and he he hadn't been drinking yet, but I do I do recognize the name. Yes. But yeah, um, end up end up playing uh, Apples Against Humanity till about three a.m. in the lobby. Yep. <laughs> and the the guy who had that who we were that was Drew. With, yeah. Yeah, Drew. That was Drew. That's yeah. uh, that's His, uh, that's my bro. I feel so bad I didn't get a chance to even hang out and play. I was just running from one thing to the next. I was like, oh my god, Drew, I gotta play this for old times' sake, and it's just like never got a chance to sit on my butt. <laughs> yeah, he, he a bunch of the cards were uh, edited. Mm-hmm. Set, he like, he, he did a damn Mark good job on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that has been going for a long time. Like that's we started editing cars back in like two thousand four. So there's a there's a collection of those. Yes, a lot of girls there look pretty decent, but I'm pretty sure as much as I've been drinking, I kind of came off kind of weird. You know? Are you talking about Barfly? I mean, at the like, just roaming around partying. Oh, thank you, man. Barfleet. Okay. Now the bartenderess was really nice to me. I have to admit, the food there was pretty in the hotel was pretty good. Their yeah, food. We, we both ate at the bar a couple times. Oh my god, their food for a little, like a little hotel bar. Their food is good. Yes, yes, it is. We did um, we we, we did a luau like a, a special pay dinner, a luau thing. And we went to, went to do roast pig. And they're like, well, we never actually did like a pig on a spit kind of a thing. We never did this. And they said that they would try and do what they could with it. Oh, my God. Like, again, I can't, I can't talk for the pig, but I can talk for the sweet potatoes and the purple cabbage slaw stuff. It was really freaking amazing. I want that recipe. Yeah, and I'm, and, I'm, I'm, and my, I go outside to take pictures of the, of the, of the luau. And I'm like, wait. That looks like a watermelon, not a roast pig. Because I'm expecting it. Yeah, the, the the head was on. They just mounted it on that so, so it would stay. Yeah, because I I expect it'd be like in the beach area, a big old spit and shit. I'm like, well, fuck. But that was just as effective, you know. Hey. 
Yeah, we were going to do it on the on like the lawn area. Mm-hmm. But I actually did like it better by the pool. It was more intimate. People could swim if they wanted to. The the, the cash bar was right there. Mm-hmm. I just really wanted to see a pig on a spit, but they never did a pig on a spit. But apparently, from what people were eating, they said it was really good. So that pool, by the way, it was fucking cold. Huh. It wasn't that bad. It was really it wasn't though. But I have to admit, with Lady Hawk, all the alcoholic drinks that we were doing that whole weekend just wanted a beer. I know, and and that's what that's what I I got. I, I'm a beer drinker, so I would go to bar so and get a beer. You know, I, that's I think much it. I think next year I'm just gonna I'm just gonna bring a couple of six packs with me and just 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 have them. You know, shit. Mm-hmm. No, I brought a, I brought a case of Yingling last year, and I just didn't get a chance to do it. I had one or two beers at the bar, but that's about it. This, I have to admit, the um, New England clam chowder was pretty good. Plus, on, on Saturday at the uh, at the alcohol and cat games panel, they, they, were, they had beer there for free anyway with the all, with all the games. Yeah, God, they, they had Natty. They had Natty and PBR. I was like, I'll drink the PBR. It makes like you know, like PBR look like friggin' top shelf beer. Oh. Yeah, the, the panel right before that was the, uh, let's see, Kara Uh-Oh Animu Drink Along. Oh, that was great. I recorded some of that, because that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah, the, the karaoke thing, the anime theme thing. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was old, fun. Yeah, they had a bunch of uh, anime and old cartoon themes, themes playing to uh, sing along to, and they kept passing out jello shots. I put away about seven or eight by the time the thing was over, but they <laughs> and so the guy running the panel, but... He looked like he could not hold his liquor. He was like repeating thing, repeating intros he did already. He was like flubbing lines all over the place, just breaking out in the cackling. Mm-hmm. He'd probably done a lot of things beforehand. I don't know. I was I've been running around all day. I really didn't have a whole lot of chance to do anything before then. But he maybe he just had a had a good time. I don't know. <laughs> I do remember that Saturday. I forget who it was. It was somebody walking around saying, this is the such and such panel. I'm fucking drunk. This was the guys <laughs> over in 147 who were having the, the Barfleet After Hours party. And I walk in, and they're playing fucking video, porn videos off of xvideo.com and shit like that. I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> well, this is the thing now. Um <laughs> I don't. Oh, what panel was that again? I don't. I didn't I have don't, a chance it, it to. Was, um, it was around. It was before the drunken animal sing along. I must have missed that part. But then again, I was probably wandering that? around town. Yeah. No, I don't remember. Oh yeah, the. I don't remember. But I, we especially thought it was funny, and I'll never forget the expression. It was a uh, the animal sing along panel ended with anyone want to take a guess? It's with the what cartoon with that what anime they used for which one they used the opening theme to Pokemon the first English one what about it yeah and uh that was that I remember you like jumping around and pointing to me yeah cause I I, okay here's the thing now I knew (laughs) you didn't like one of the songs I kept thinking in the back of my mind you didn't like Mezai Pokemon Master I expect you to come get up there and just start belting out like a bass singing the opening theme getting everybody just up, you know? But, uh, anyway, that's the thing. Like I said, to, I told you, like, afterwards, I said, I know more lyrics to Mezate Pokemon Master than I do to Gotta Catch Them All, and you gave me this look like. 
like your your jaw hit, like well, broke well, my yeah. toe when it hit my foot. <laughs> well, yeah. But so yeah, that's that, that's what the, the uh, transition from singing to belong to anime and cartoon themes to uh, playing all sorts of drinking games. Yeah, that that actually turned out to be really really fun. And um, after we go on to like, we, we've been going into a lot of the whole party panel stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I, we we did do um the um the 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 card and and etc. Party games, which turned out to be have really good turnout. I had a panel uh, concurrent to that, so I was in. Um, I actually had I redid I, I redid the Homestuck panel because I had people asking. They came in after three on Friday. And they're like, "Oh my God, who did the Homestuck panel? I missed that." And some people in the artist alley were saying, "Oh my God." Someone did a Homestuck panel. Who did that? And so I wound up doing that panel again because we didn't have somebody to run the, the, the one of the Joss Whedon ones. Yeah. So that's where I was. I set up my beer pong. I set up the uh, the battle shots, and I went over, did, did the panel, came back, and people were having a really good time. So I thought that seemed really, really cool. And um, I don't know. Did you – were there any other panels that you had attended that were just like – I don't know, like during the day, or were you mostly in town during the day? I spent some time down in town, but when I got back, I kind of stayed in my room for a bit so I can kind of settle down, because I went into town to get some coffee, because uh, Drew moved a coffee pot somewhere, and I found it, I'm like, I am not setting it up, so I got, I kind of ate, and I just kind of walked around the hotel just talking to people, take snapping pictures here and there, you know, that's what I ended up, that's what I ended up pretty much doing. Yeah, what yeah. happened was, like, we yeah we had gotten the coffee and something to drink at this mm-hmm. little uh, coffee shop, but I like sticked around to get lunch and uh, walk around the town for a little while. When I was wa- wandering around, I saw this like there's a shop, there's one building that uh, has two shops on the uh, main street, you know, Commercial Street, but it has a a big sign over it that said King Hiram's Temple, and it had the Freemason emblem on it on mm-hmm. the facade. I'm thinking, hey, there's a, there's a Freemason's temple in here. So mm-hmm. I went around. Yeah. To, yeah, I went around to the side entrance, like poked around. Like the door was the door was open, so you know people were inside, but didn't want to just you know barge up or down the stairs. It's, I'm like calling out, "Hello, it's like anyone here?" So I was like looking around the main lobby and signing. Another uh, brethren had had entered, and uh, I was talking to him him for a little bit, but uh, that's when the, the master of the lodge came down and uh, found me, and I told him that <clears throat> I told him that I was from a, a brother from a different state, New Jersey. So, for about a, like 45 minutes or so, he like take, like shows me around the, the temple, the main lodge, mm-hmm. and like gives me a big rundown on the history of it. Because Here's what you gotta understand. A lot of the founding fathers were also Freemasons, so yeah. and, and their ideo- ideology was built into the Constitution and such, and especially the "all men are created equal" thing. But uh, the, the the lodge dates back to the, like the colonial period, and one of the fir- and the ch- it was chartered, and the first master of it was Paul Revere. Mm. Wow. Yeah, and, really cool. he had a, and he had he, one of the things they told me like there's this there's this address they give specifically for that lodge because in the history called the uh, Revere's address 
And uh, apparently, accordingly, it was uh, it was supposedly given by the first master of the lodge, Paul Revere himself. And among the different artifacts he showed me from the lodge were this uh, set of Masonic emblems, you know, for different officers and uh, wardens of the lodge, which were it was a complete set, which was, it was like only 12 of them remaining now in the world. Mm. And they had a full one, which was, you know, uh, smithed by Paul Revere himself. Nice. You know, all pure silver. Wow. Yeah, it was a, huh. it, was a uh, it was a wake there for uh, another brother who had died about a month earlier. They, uh, they were like doing a big memorial service for him. Oh, that's pretty cool. I was a, uh, Considerably underdressed for it, so I pretty much parted ways with him after that. Left and got some lunch, and then came back to the hotel. See, it's it's amazing things that you can just wind up finding and doing, like in, in P Town. P Town's really freaking awesome. I didn't want to drink after that because I wanted to remember most of that stuff because it was really interesting. Yeah, that is that is it's really cool. <laughs> See, if I wasn't so, I guess, hung over Saturday, I probably would have spent more time in town. Because, like I said, I, I'm not used to having this free time to, like, leave and explore. Because a part of me was like, I wish there were more panels going on because I didn't want to be stuck in the tabletop gaming room all day. But on the same token, I'm like, I can go out into civilization. Yeah, and that was I mean, like we we do of course the, the, the panels are like our big thing. And like I, I, I did put a lot of them together. We wound up having panels on Saturday morning. I was doing my panels on Saturday, and I was like, wow, there's really not a lot of people here. Here, everyone was on the beach because we had the beach volleyball and the beach. Everybody was outside enjoying the beach. And I was like, well, I guess this is a really good thing. So it's very unique that a, a convention would have that. Albeit, if the weather was bad, like it was on Friday. People would want to go to panels. We always have to have that counter-programming. But people were out on the beach and just doing stuff, and it was really, really cool. Yeah, the beach vo- the beer-in-hand volleyball sounded cool. Yeah, and a lot of people attended that. That was really neat. Yeah, I totally missed that. But what was really cool was that each room you opened, had a back door, and you could just walk out to, to the beach area, you know? Yeah. Yeah, the the hotel is really on the beach. Like yeah. you can, like a lot of the rooms are what they call Cape Cape Tips Cape Tip rooms. Mm-hmm. They go right out to the beach, like on their their back door, and they have a front door that actually goes out to the parking lot into this little hallway that goes to the parking lot. So it's it's really convenient if you just want to like walk out and like watch the tide or just like watch the waves. It's it's a vacation. Like Nauticon is actually a destination convention. It's not just oh we're going to go to another Animacon, whatever. Right. It's it is a place where you want to check out the town and want to check out other things too. Well, and later on that night, I we ended up doing bobbing for nips in the uh, alcohol and card games room, which I don't know who, whose idea it was to put duct tape across the labels, but uh, I must have got that some was... really nasty shit because, hmm. like yes. Sky, because it was fucking tasted nasty. They actually had the duct tape across the labels because they had like like prize codes under there. So you know how it was basically one of those ducky ponds for adults, like the, mm-hmm. the, the ponds you see at the at the fairs and stuff, but for adults. Because they had codes under the duct tape, so you could like you know win like you know if there's a raffle or there was prizes or something. That's why there was duct tape on them. I didn't know that. 
And as we're going, I'm letting everybody know that the Skype line is open. So if you want to talk talk to us about Nauticons or anything else, just hit us at Anime Jam Session. I do know on Sunday, I ended up going to the panel that PJ was hosting, um, one of the other mascots for Nauticon, because called Remembering My Childhood or something like that. It was pretty okay. much... Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, he, did that, he did that last year, too. It was really well attended. It was pretty much talking about TV shows and cartoons and all that cool stuff as a kid growing up. That was like, ah, good memory. Now, 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 mind you, as I'm there, I'm like, I I will already know what what costumes I'm bringing for next year, and the fun, and the thing is, I'm not saying cosplay for Nautica. I'm saying costume because it kind of feels, I guess, it feels mm-hmm. like it makes more sense to say costume for an event like this because it's not just a convention; it's also like a retreat. So. I I already said that uh, next year, uh, if me and Ari can pull it off, uh, Popeye and Bluto. Oh my god, that would be really cool. If not oh, that, right, Gilligan and the Skipper. Yes, if not that, Gilligan and the Skipper. That would be hilarious. Oh my god. Yes. People go crazy. I'll have to find a better picture of him because even on the Wikipedia article, it's a, a grayscale image. Ew. Of what? The skipper. Well, no, there are color episodes. If you keep looking, you can find... Yeah, I found yes. one. I found one. But, uh... <laughs> oh, wow. Apparently, we're not the only ones who had the idea to, uh... Cost- to dress up with these two. Well, well, yeah, you've probably seen a picture from, like, Dragon Con or something like that. I see Dragon Con. Dragon Con, anything goes. Which is yeah. why I want to go there next year. I really do. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm being told. I, I'm being told. I, I have to be there next year. No if ands, or buts. Evidently, the Vogue Familia saying I have no choice or say in the matter. Yeah, I, I really, I'm just thinking. I'm going to plan that as like this is something you have to do. You'll make yourself have money at this point in the year and everything. Just, just do it. Well, if you don't have a hotel room by now, sorry. I, I know people who do. I'm probably going to end up rooming with Travis. Yeah, I know people who do. So that won't be an issue. Yeah, because the hotel rooms basically sell out as soon as the dates are given. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have veteran attendees who are like, you don't worry, you want, but you want a space, I got it. <laughs> Didn't you also say that you want to do a drunken anime jam? Yes, panel we have to do um, a, a drunken a drunken podcast. We have to. Before, during, and after, get a few. If there are anybody in cosplay in the audience, we interview them in in character, and whoever the guests of Awesome are, we get them on there too. Yeah, that's definitely something that um, we would need to see about, about next year. We never had anybody request to do that. Uh, Maybe we actually get on as, get, as a guest of the convention. Mm. We do, and that no, I, I, don't, I would say I, I, w- I would actually um, for you guys just email programming at once so you know things start going up for next year and say hey we're a podcast group and we might be interested in doing some panels and stuff. I would say email programming at and see see what's going to go on with that. At least here since it's Swim Plus, we could get away with talking about. A, yeah, and I think it would be cool that we could get away with talking about stuff that we could not normally discuss at a normal convention like. 
Like, if we don't like certain anime or the politics on this, at least there we can kind of sort of get away with it because we're kind of around mature people. Yeah, or you can talk about things that what that maybe other younger people wouldn't remember. Like you can talk about the flashback stuff, like 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 PJ's panel, which was really nice. Um, I wanted. I, it's funny you went right into Sunday morning, cause, which is what I was going to go into, because I actually had a. Um, we did a slightly academic panel that morning. I did it with one of my friends, my friend Angie, and we did. She's a writer, and we did. Uh, it was called putting your character on the couch. Mm-hmm. How to use. Psychology and psychological theory to build convincing characters, and we had a really good hour-long discussion about a uh, Jungian archetype and hero's journey and temperament theory and psychological type and things like that. And it was really, really fun. It was a small group, but they actually showed up on a Sunday morning and they were really into into having this academic discussion. And that's was something something I was really looking forward to hopefully seeing at Nauticom was a bit more of the academic things. And I guess by Sunday, and uh, people were more apt to come around and see something like that. But I really, I really like that, and I would like to, have, I'd like to do something more academic again. Sounds legit. Now, the only issue I had with the con is it, just the, it's the travel, just to get up there. That was, that was it. It's a destination. Yeah. It's a destination yes. con. Absolutely, it's it yes, the very ass, the very <laughs> end of Cape Cod, which that alone was, you know, two hours getting, getting through. It is the tip of the tape. <laughs> And like I said, yeah, Route 6 is a one-lane highway in each direction. And we got stuck behind more construction and or garbage trucks than we like to think about. Yeah. They were doing like 50 miles an hour, and, and here I was, you know, pedal to the metal and think, like, stuck behind this thing, like, and I see, oh, look, another lane! And it's a friggin' entrance point for another road. At least I had a good playlist going, huh? Yeah, and then we switched over to mine for a little bit, you know. Yeah, that was on the way home. Yeah. At least we now know for next next year, we don't have to leave so early in the morning, so... Yeah. I did see a disproportionate number of closed uh, rest stops on the way up there. Uh, probably due to construction. Yeah, a lot of them were due to construction. As I said, the Skype line is open. I'm going to quickly run down some quick news of what's going on, and we'll take um, and we'll take and take calls if they pop up. Uh, let's see. Um, there is a Attack on Titan perfume coming out, and the sense of Eri, yeah, in the sense of Eri, Mikasa, and Levi. Oh my what? god! Yeah, yes. it's supposed to portray their. Uh their hidden qualities, their characteristics. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it's 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 a bit creepy. Yeah. Where the real money from the movie is made. <laughs> now I'm, I'm suddenly reminded of those Calvin Klein uh, CK1. Obsession ads? Yeah, and CK1. Obsession for men. <laughs> yes! Obsession for men. <laughs> Let's see. Um, also... Season 1 of Dragon Ball Z will be hitting Blu-ray possibly January 2014. Um, I already thought it was already on Blu-ray, but... It is on Blu-ray, but it's one of those where it's like a couple of episodes here, a couple of episodes there. There hasn't been 
a Blu-ray release that's like mm. straight season one, season two, season three. Gotcha. So that seems to be what they're uh, what they're doing. And the funny, yeah, the, the Ocean Dub made it to the to Blu-ray before the. Uh, no, no, no. Was no. DVD. No, no. Ocean groups um, didn't group didn't hit Blu-ray. I must have been thinking of something else. Yeah, because what happened was after Ocean Group did the first fifty-two episodes, uh, Funimation co- acquired the rights, continued dubbing it, and then they went back and redid the first fifty-two episodes. Something like that. Um, funny thing is, when I thought um, when Blu-ray was coming around, I'm like all the episodes on one Blu-ray disc because of the size. Sweet. Uh, no, it's like all the episodes are on. Five DVDs, but everything on Blu-ray is six. The sixth one has extra stuff that you can't get on DVD. I'm like, lovely. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Um, there is a Kickstarter going for Wolf Girl, the Princess Mononoke fan film. Uh, they're looking for thirty thousand pounds right now. They're they're two thousand one hundred fifty-four pounds. This is a UK project. Starting- yeah, it doesn't look like they're gonna nah, make it. It's it's not happening. Eleven I, days ago. Yeah. The th- the thought is nice. The thought is nice. Um, maybe, and, maybe they should try to make a Homestuck game. I hear that's really popular for Kickstarter. You didn't hear about that? <laughs> I know about that. That's why I'm saying it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. As as of as of my panel on on Saturday night, it was at two point four eight million. Wait, people are still giving. Yes. Yeah. There. I uh, I don't know if it's still active, but somebody had quick brought up the Kickstarter on their phone and I was like, yeah, they raised $700,000 in like no time, two weeks. And then they brought it up. So it, had, it was almost exactly a year. I think it was September 12th of last year that they put it up yeah, and, and they brought it up on their phone and they're like, it's at 2.48 million. I'm like, oh my God. I, all I know is he was doing stretch goals. Like if you, if I get to a million, I'm going to do this, these features. If I get to 2 million, I'm going to do these features. So they were, they were stretch goal in it. I don't know. I don't think it's still active, but I didn't check. I never checked on like memorized the final total, but now I know that's that's what it was. So, but, but here's the interesting thing, though. I mean, they hit their Kickstarter goal. The goal was seven hundred thousand dollars. They hit two million within two days. Two days. Okay, that was, was a I week. Was like, was a two days. Two days. And our last um, article. Uh, what interesting things from Japan? Um, a Hokkaido onsen bars a Maori woman over her face tattoos. Oh boy! Well, tattoos are kind of a big deal in Japan. Cause it's, yeah. It's yeah the The whole thing is the whole thing is is that she's um, an Aboriginal from New Zealand that was yeah. in Japan for yeah. um, a cultural exchange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she was not allowed into the onsen, and a lot of the comments were like, "Well, this is." a place where they're trying to diversify culture because the Olympics are coming and yet they're turning people away for cultural tattoos. But uh, on the same token, honestly, I, I don't blame them per se because it's that stereotype tattoo, Yakuza, oh shit, you know, but yes, then again, if, if, you can, if you can look at the tattoo and see that, that it has no affiliation to that, it's okay. Yeah, because a an Aboriginal New Zealand woman is a perfect candidate for being a high-level Yakuza member. Mm. Come now. Yeah. That just seems That's like saying like, like you or me, DJ, being becoming Yakuza. Big, fat, white American who's as white as the freshly fallen snow and a, you as black as the ace of spades. 
Alright. And no one's calling into the Skype line, so I'm shutting it down. You're a loss. Yeah, well... I guess we're not that cool enough for everybody. It happens. Um, I'm gonna go ahead, shut that down, get that ready for, um... Drinking with Heroes of Cosplay tonight, and I'm kind of happy it's the final episode because usually, right after I do the podcast, I sit down with something to drink and I watch Suits, but I can't because I have to watch Heroes of Cosplay to do the review and then Suits, and it's like fuck. But anyhow, what about your DVR? That's what I mean. I oh. I try to watch the episode as soon as I can. That way, it's fresh in my mind, so I, so I have everything ready. But I, am I, wish I, I, I wish I could afford a DVR. I only work two jobs. Why, why, why can't I afford a DVR and cable? <laughs> because the minimum wage in this country sucks. Well, well, there are ways around um, Excuse me. I don't work for minimum wage. I've been with my company 10 years. I'm an old lady. <laughs> lady Hawk, you can get a cheap USB adapter, and if there, if you know there is an active signal in your in your house and you run it and you run like a coax, there you go. Sorry, I for some reason I was I thinking about shooting minimum YouTube wage. I just YouTube and I think I'm badass. So. <laughs> That's even better, because hell, I mean, it's, I mean, it's getting to the point now where yeah, instead of... HD on there, just saying. This is, it's, pretty, it's pretty cool. And you know, if you have the YouTube app on your iPhone, you could just leave your laptop there and use the app as the remote, because it's getting to the point where it's... Why download the movie? Oh, shit, the, I never tried that. Yeah, I do it on my, I do it on my tablet and my yeah. phone. Yeah. I'm gonna do that. Try that. Oh, that's gonna be so sweet. <laughs> it sounded like the idea ball popped over your head. I mean, hell, it's getting to the point where. I think <laughs> Oh, rarity! It's it's getting to the point where instead of torrenting the movie, if you wait about a week, the movie is going to be on YouTube in high quality. You can just sit there and watch it. And then it'll get pulled, and someone else will put it up. Exactly. <laughs> like MLP episodes. Why wait for Netflix? Just wait three hours. Huh. I haven't been able to find Legend of Korra yet, though, when I really want to watch that episode. It'll probably be on Nick.com, but you probably have to slather your way through commercials and commercials and commercials. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to see it, damn it. <laughs> okay. On, on, on that note, let's take our last break and start wrapping shit up. Works for me. Yep. We'll be back, people.
<sighs> right now, I'm looking at my Facebook, and everybody's going fucking nuts over episode 6 of Heroes of Cosplay. Oh, do tell. It's mostly because it's over, what the fuck do we do, and I suggest it. We 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 rewatch it and MST three K the shit out of it. <laughs> I think we should watch we should watch it at your house for barbecue this weekend because I've never seen the show. Oh God, I'm not oh watching God. it. Sorry, not happening. There's not enough alcohol, but there's not enough alcohol in this entire world to get <laughs> me to sit there and watch it, even just to like make fun of it. Well. Well, don't, don't worry, Lady Hill. We'll watch an episode or two. Most likely, it'll be on on demand. If not, I will. I actually have a couple episodes I can download and bring with me. Uh, and others are like the episode was just so bad. It's you, you know how it is when there is a car wreck and everyone just stops and just to see what it is. It's that, but on the same token, when you look at it, it's like I stopped for this shit. It's like you got trolled by the train wreck. Or the car wreck or whatever. Uh, at least on the same token, we don't have we no longer have to quote unquote compete with this godforsaken show anymore. So if you like what you heard, tell a friend, they in turn will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. This is how we throw it down, this is how we podcast. We're independent bloggers and podcasters. We tell you straight from the heart, non-biased. So if you definitely check out our awesome reviews, you can find them at AnimeJamSession.com. Uh, on the site right now is our latest um, review. Let me pull it up for a second here. Yeah. Go back one more. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah. Uh, Uni from Cosplay Blog with a Brain posts an interview with Cosplayer Grandis. Check it out. Pretty awesome, dude. And it's actually a picture from outside of costume, which is pretty cool. It's far and few. You probably catch a cosplayer outside of their costume. It's like taboo. But, you know. Um, if you have questions about the show, just send it to um, podcast at animejamsession.com or just hit the contact us link on the website. Either or, we'll definitely get the mail. And if we like it enough, we'll read it on the air. Or if it's goddamn mm-hmm. bizarre enough. Yes. Um, if you can't access our website to check out our podcast, you can find us at Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, and Xbox Music. If at any time you give us a five-star review on iTunes, we'll read the review right on the air, because that's what we'll do. Definitely check us out at uh, YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash TV. I do believe um, the Spring... No, I still have to work on the... Springfest videos are up. I have to work on the Castle Point videos. Um, if you head on over to our personal pages, it's uh, I'm at youtube.com slash ggbottomss. Ari's at Ari22682. Mako-chan's at Jupluna. If you go over to mine, you'll see my parody of the Heroes of Cosplay slash Street Fighter uh, videos I uploaded. One of, the second one is pretty good. I have to kind of tweak it a little bit more. And yes, a character select screen is coming. Uh, Ladyhook, do you have a YouTube page to share? I do not. Okay, it's all good. Definitely check us out on Twitter. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Uh, follow us on there so you know when when episodes are coming out. 
episodes are going online, when we're, when we're broadcasting, cons that we're going to, articles, videos, everything. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find me at DJ Ron Mess, Ari is at the Ari Man, and Mako Chan is at Joe Vedea. Um, no, Lady Hulk doesn't have a Twitter, but if you know if you know the proper Konami code, she might she might drop a PBR in front of your face. Back up, down, down. Uh, there you go. I don't know. <laughs> I'm having so much PBR this weekend, man. I'm like, oh, Did ouch, you, yeah, ouch. <laughs> I sent you a picture of the dude that had a 40 of PBR. That was awesome. I was like, oh my god, I was like trying to beach with the 40th PBR. I'm like, holy crap. I think I know where he got that, too. There's a little liquor store down, downtown, a little, little liquor bodega that sells like 40s yeah. and that stuff. Because there was someone walking around with a 40 of private stock. I'm like, are you fucking for real? We were um, we were having a joke about, um, if, again, if, if, if drinking isn't your thing, uh, Nauticon also had a lot of like, like food tasting panels. We had like a bacon panel. We had spam. And we had a lot of, you know, like, food and hors d'oeuvres along with, like, the scotch and the whiskey and things. But we were I was standing in one of the panels talking about, you know, we, we need to go really, really, like, get a fabulous with this and have a 40s tasting panel next year. Oh, my God. I will show up with my pants hanging off the crack of my ass for that. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> yes, I would. So, no, you okay. wouldn't. Yes, I would. I'm going next year, I will not be seen with you looking like that. I will show up with the pants hanging <laughs> on the crack of my ass and a... And a pick in my goddamn head. Oh my god! You, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta wear the guardrail wig first. though. Mm. But no, we we we'd actually explore the the fine nuances between OE eight hundred, OEHG, and Colt forty five, and um, Camo forty, and like all that kind of great stuff. And Hurricane. But uh, if there's cooking panels, Mako John has to show up as Cooking Mama and do a ba- and do a bacon panel or something like that. Yeah, I actually, like, we have a suite that's dedicated just for, like, panels with food. And so I would actually, I think what would be really cool is to see, like, see more food-type things than just, like, the whole, the, the, yeah. ta- the tastings are very popular, though. Mm-hmm. But the food stuff was very is well attended as well. I hear the spam panel was extremely well attended. Nice. The bacon panel, both last year and this year, was packed. So. Yeah, Marco, if you do it, you have to do the fake Italian voice. Like, no, I am not Nadia G. And nor is this bitch in kitchen. Oh dear God! <laughs> I just suggest you go as a uh, femme version of Gordon Ramsay. Oh! Wow! <sighs> I, I I can't tell if that was a sigh of God damn it or a sigh of hmm. It was a sigh of get the fuck on with all the shit that you're doing. All right! All right! All right! All right! All right! All right. Uh, definitely check us out on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. We're up to 2,538 people. Like I said, once we hit 2,552, I will release a special video just for the people on the Facebook page. I mean, it's like, I'm going to make sure that it doesn't, get, doesn't hit Twitter either. And if it does, I'm going to delete that. Just for you guys. All I got to say is thanks for liking us. Thanks for supporting us. As long as you continue to like our page, like the articles, the photos, videos, everything that we do, we'll continue to add more. Because somehow we are the number one Facebook page on the Vogue Network. I don't know how that happens, but it is what it is. Um, you can find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash ggronmas. And Mako-chan is over at facebook.com slash Kino. And don't forget, we are on the Vlog Network Tuesdays at 8:30 p. Tuesdays at 9:30 p.m. Eastern, with an encore presentation Thursdays at 1 p.m. But we're on Vogue, Voice of Geeks. There's more to us than just anime. 
you can check out um, if, if you like British programming, science fiction, pop culture. We have Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Under Sedation Live. If you like World of Warcraft, you can check out Wow Wednesdays with Girls Gone Wow at 12 p.m. and Horde House Wednesday nights at 10 p.m. And don't forget to check out our brand new neighbors that are on at Tuesdays at 8, Electric Sisterhood. They're like the opposite of us. They talk about more about games, technology, and anime, and all that cool stuff. With a little bit of soul flair to it. But definitely check out our um, our main programming shows. The Bobby Blackwell Show at 8 and Orange Orange Radio 9, both on Sunday. They are the cornerstone of the VOG network. The power block, if you will. I still cannot believe that Orange Lounge Radio is still going going strong. I used to love listening to those guys back in like my early DDR days, like 2002, 2003. Internet 1.0. I don't know if you know, but I actually went. I was actually on an episode of Orange Lounge Radio. I think you have told me about that. Yeah, I actually. I mentioned how much I like them. Yeah, yeah, they're still going strong. So yeah, they're 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 on. If you can't listen on Sunday, definitely check out the podcast. It'll be something cool to listen to while you're working. Um, I think that's just about it. Um, last words, um, Ari. Uh, my liver is not talking to me anymore. <laughs> you and you and liver on not not on speaking terms, huh? Those two games of battle shots, which I won, they uh, it it, it things haven't been going well between us. But at least you got your retribution on me for last time at Patty's house. Yeah. Where the hell did you find my submarine? <laughs> Sounds like that's going to be fun. Uh, Mako-chan. Uh, yeah, two things. One, um, Mighty Number no. 9 is over 2.2 million. So that means it's being ported to uh, 360, PS3, and Wii U. Nice. So, Yay. And two, I'm thinking about instead of just getting a thing of uh, Malibu rum and some vodka, that I might get at least um, enough alcohol and stuff to make one of my Sailor Moon drinks. I would say make make a pitcher of a drink and just ha- just have it for the whole weekend. Yeah, it won't last. Because <laughs> they had that just... at, they, they had that at, at Barfleet. I forgot one of the recipes it was, but I was thinking, you know, if we had like a big pitcher of it for everybody, but depending on how tasty it is, somebody's going to be hogging it. I make pitchers of drinks all the time, just nobody ends up drinking them because people end up mixing their own. Well... Hey, hey Mako-chan, there's actually a really interesting Malibu out that somebody had a nip of. I think it was from Bobbing for Nips. They had a strawberry cream Malibu. I don't like fruity crap, but I tell you, this thing was good. I Maybe might have to see if I can find it. Yeah, it's. I can imagine like just being mixed with like a seltzer or something would be really fantastic. Yeah, because I was thinking about making the uh, the Sailor Mars and the Sailor Jupiter. Because mm. <laughs> the Sailor Mars is strawberry vodka, grenadine, and ice green tea. The Silver Jupiter is um, coconut rum, rum, melon liqueur, and ginger ale. I may, I may have to show what my sailor, what my sailor Venus beer stein. Oh, I forgot to mention, <laughs> I bought a Sailor Venus beer mug. I got a this is, one. Just this weekend, or yeah, um, 
they were at, yeah, they were at Senshi Matsuri, but I didn't have any money. But they were in Artist Colony, so I walked in, yeah. saw it, handed them my PayPal card. That's so cool. I um I, I got a really awesome beer mug from um, a Magic Craft. I I custom ordered a friend's husband. It's a Venture Brothers themed one, mm. and he's gonna go absolutely insane when he sees it. But I, I love Magic Craft. Give a give a, give a shout out to Joe Ross at MagicCraft.com. Just saying, good stuff. And I did get an, another pony shot glass too because I can't resist the pony shot glasses. So. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, my final thought. Um... I need to unpack and sort and repack for this weekend. <laughs> uh, I might have to pack a sw- an Argyle sweater, too. Yeah, it, it's the weather hasn't been uh, stable in anything that I've seen for the weather this weekend. So it's probably best to pack uh, not only warm weather, but cool weather as well. Yeah, I'll, I will probably show up with my slacks. I'll pack my um, my usual shorts just in case. So that's. I have one final thought. I need to leave the audience with this. I need to leave the audience with this. Not a con is best con. If you are 21 plus, you need to come and bring all your friends. We are still settling dates for next year. So you may want to continue to follow us on the site, notacons.com. Don't forget the S, notacons.com. And in breaking news, um, Atlas is now part of Sega. Anywho, that's it for tonight. Um, we'll see you guys same Vogue channel next week and same Vogue network time. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. I'm Mako-chan. And I'm special guest Lady Hawk representing Nauticon 2013. Woohoo! Great fight, great night. See you next week. Give me a drink, bitch. I need one. Night. Wait till this weekend. Michael Chan will have plenty. Yes, yes, she will. She'll be walking around with a special beer cup, beer um hat for that. <laughs> All right. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan.